So this morning we are in a sermon series called for, called Thanking Forward. We're Oh, you okay, youth, you can be released. You know where to go. I don't know where you go, but you know where to go. <laughs> and this morning my message is called Thanking Forward and we're we're in a series called Forward in Thanksgiving and this message this morning as I just said is called Thanking Forward. And it's interesting, you're going you're gonna to see some things this morning, because you know what, we usually think of thanksgiving, or giving thanks for something that is in the past, or the present. We think about those blessings, and today, we're going to see that the Bible teaches us about thanking forward. That's something we don't usually apply into our lives, but I pray and hope after this we will. So we're going to see what the Bible teaches about that, and we're going to begin by reading Matthew 14, 14 through 22. It'll be on the screen, but you can also turn in your Bible if you would like to. Now, in this passage, Jesus was teaching a very large crowd, and it started getting late, and you're familiar, most of you, with this passage. Uh, But the disciples asked Jesus, to send some people away to get food. And here's what Jesus replied. They don't need to go away. You give them something to eat. We have here only five loaves of bread and two fish, they answered. Jesus said, bring them here to me. As he directed the people to sit down on the grass, taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks And he broke the loaves. Then he gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the people. They all ate and were satisfied. That sounds like this past week, doesn't it? (laughs) I think we all ate and we were pretty satisfied. And the disciples picked up 12 basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. God always has more. The number of those who ate was about 5,000 men besides women and children. So in this passage, Jesus is teaching a very important principle about thanking forward. Because when did Jesus thank the Father? Was it before or after the food multiplied? It was before. Is there a significance in that order? Absolutely, yes. Jesus thanked God before the miracle occurred, and then God provided. What a beautiful key to thanksgiving in our lives. Thanksgiving preceded God's provision, but we don't often think about that. You might think that the giving of thanks was insignificant, but then think about this. In John's account, he says this in John 6, 23. Other boats came from Tiberias near the place where they ate bread after The Lord had given thanks. So here we see it twice that there's a principle here. It's about giving thanks even before we see. That's faith, guys. That's operating in faith. Thanking forward is so, so, so important that the Bible specifically points out that the bread multiplied after the Lord gave thanks. But you know, that's that's hard to do. Some of us struggle with just giving thanks, but It's even harder to think about giving thanks before you see what God is going to do. But this points out that because it's making a point, God provided after the giving of thanks. And that's something we should also 
remember and to apply into our lives. But instead, we usually reverse the order. We're thankful if and when God provides, but thanking forward releases miracles. But here's three things I want you to remember before you can thank forward. There's three things that we must do. Number one, we have to be thankful for what God has done in the, in the past. It's an important principle. Luke 17, 12 through 19 tells us of a time when Jesus healed 10 lepers. I love this passage of scripture. Let me read it to you. Luke 17, 12 through 19. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned and with a loud voice glorified God. He fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. So Jesus answered and said, were there not 10 cleansed? But where are the nine? Were there, were there not any found who returned to give glory to God except this one foreigner? And he said to him, arise, go your way. Your faith has made you well. I want you to notice this passage talks about cleansing and also about being made well. We're going to talk about that here in a minute. So there's several truths I want to point out to you from this passage. First, he taught us that God expects all of us to be thankful. Jesus expected all 10 to be thankful, but only, but only 10% or one was grateful. He expected them to all be thankful, but only 10% was grateful. 90% were ungrateful. And that percentage probably holds true today which is a very sad thing. Many of us are part of the other nine who never say thanks to God. I pray this morning, right now, that God will stir your heart. I'm going to tell you, last week when Pastor Joe preached and he talked about being thankful in all things and for all things, I made a decision that day. God, I am going to step it up here. I am going to begin to give thanks because I think I've gotten slack about that and gotten lazy about that. It's something we have to always work on, always be mindful of. And I want to be, I don't want to be like the other nine. I want to be the one that came back. I want to be grateful. But do you ever notice how easy it is to be ungrateful? It takes effort to return to Jesus and give thanks. But that is what he expects. Actually, if you think about it, don't you sort of expect other people to be grateful? How do you feel when you give somebody a gift and they, they don't show thanks or appreciation for that. None of us like that. We all would like people to say thank you. We feel what? Unappreciated. Or we feel like others are ungrateful. And we may not be so eager to get them a gift next time, right? So that's something we need to remember. God expects us all to be thankful. Secondly, Jesus taught us in that passage that thanks needs to be given. You see, the other nine, they may have been thankful in their hearts, but Jesus Jesus expects people to come to him and to give thanks. Say it with your mouth. God, I'm thankful. You have been so good to me in the good times and the bad times. 
It's important to say it, not just feel it. And I used to do this with Pastor Joe all the time. I would be thankful for something, and I knew I was thankful in my heart, but I just wouldn't say it. I don't know. I, don't really, I can't even really explain why. I guess I just thought he would know it. I mean, that he would realize, sure, I'm going to be thankful, or why do I have to say it? You know, we're married. We do things for each other all the time. You know, but he was always saying thank you to me. So it took me a long time to get in that habit of saying thank you. And he would say to me, honey, uh, you know, I feel like you don't appreciate things when you just don't say thank you. So I got into the habit. I practiced it. And I, I know how it sounds just crazy. I don't know how in the world I could just think he would know. And even if he did know, we all want to hear it. All it takes is a little effort. Thank you. That's all it takes. Yes, God knows when we're thankful in our hearts, but he still wants us to express thanksgiving. It's with the fruit of our lips giving thanks, the fruit of our lips giving thanks unto him. Yes, thanksgiving does start in the heart. It is. It flows from the heart, but it's expressed in words and in actions. So in the original Greek, here's what thanks means. It means to feel, that's a hard thing, to feel grateful, and to give thanks. So thanksgiving isn't really completed until we express us. Jesus wants our thanks to be given. After all, think about it. The word is thanksgiving, right? Keep that in mind. Maybe that'll help you. And thirdly, Jesus also taught us that those who are thankful receive more than those who are not. I want you to believe that this morning. I'm going to show you in the Bible. The Bible says that all 10 lepers were healed. Remember, I pointed that out to you a little bit ago. But listen to what Jesus said to the one that came back and gave thanks. Your faith has made you well. So he was healed and he was made well. Well, what's the difference? There there's some difference in these words. Verse 14 says, all the lepers were cleansed. They were all cleansed. The Greek word there means to make clean, to purge, and to purify. So all the lepers were purified, and they were all healthy again. However, come on, I want you to get this. The one that came back, just that one, to express thanks, Jesus said in verse 19, your faith has made you well. But, you know, you think, well, wait a minute. Wasn't he already well? Yes, yes, he was. But the word used here for well is totally different from the word used for cleansed that was used earlier. This time, the word for well is the word sozo, which means to be healed, to be delivered. Woo! Oh, that, I, I want this. To be saved, to may be made whole. It is more than just a physical healing. It is more. It is also spiritual healing and salvation. Do you see what giving thanks does for you? There's blessing in giving thanks. Our common, one commentary says that the other nine were merely healed in body, but this one was healed in a higher spiritual sense. This one was a thankful man, and he received something that the ungrateful ones did not. I want to say thank you, God, right now 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you for Grace Fellowship Church. Thank you for my husband. Thank you for my children. Thank you for my health, for my friends, for your word, for your blessings, for who you are, for my salvation. Thank you, God. There's always something to give thanks for. But maybe you're making excuses for your ungratefulness. Listen to some possible reasons that the other nine didn't return. Maybe the first one wanted to wait and see, well, is this really real? Is this really going to last before I go back and say thank you? Maybe the second one had too much business to take care of and because and he, he'd been ill and he was needing the time to go do that instead of thank Jesus. Maybe the third one said he... You know what? I can thank him later. That's a big one, isn't it? I'll give thanks later, but later never comes. Maybe the fourth one decided that he never really had leprosy in the first place. Maybe the fifth one said he would have gotten well anyway. Maybe the sixth one gave glory to the priests. Who knows? Maybe the seventh one proudly took the glory for himself. After all, it was my idea, wasn't it, to go and see Jesus. Maybe the eighth one said, I can't believe that he made us walk all the way to the priest. I mean, was that really necessary? I am not walking all that way back just to say thanks. Maybe the ninth one said, I'm thankful in my heart. I don't have to tell him. Excuses, excuses. Let's get rid of all excuses today. You see, there are so many, there are many, 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 many reasons. And you can always find a reason not to express being thankful. It's easy to be ungrateful, but you have to make an effort to be thankful people. So the first thing that we must do is be thankful for what God has done in the past. The second thing we must do before we can thank forward is be thankful for what God is doing in the present. There's so much to be thankful for. But maybe you're thinking, but Pastor Deb, you don't know the tough situation I'm in right now. There's nothing to be thankful for. You see, if God gave me something to be thankful for, well, then I would be. Really? How can I be thankful when my bills are overdue? I can't find a job or for something I'm, I'm believing for. Still hasn't happened. I found myself in one of these situations recently where everything, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be really honest right now. Everything seemed to be coming in on me. I, I felt spiritually attacked in my body and in my, in my mind. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, Deb, you're preaching on giving thanks. You're preaching on thanking forward. You need to say you're thankful right now. Be thankful. I couldn't do it. Do you ever get a heaviness over you where you just hardly can even speak it? So I asked Joe to pray for me. (laughs) And he did, and he gave thanks for me. Just getting real here, folks. I mean, I couldn't even get the words out. But I found a way. (laughs) So let me ask you this. What if 
God is waiting for you to be thankful before he can multiply what you have. And I'm not just talking about things. I'm talking about your relationship with him, revelation into who he is, his word and his, his spirit in you, taking you from glory to glory. What if God is waiting for you before he multiplies it? You must be thankful for your sack lunch before you're going to feed the, the 4,000. You must be thankful for that job that you have before you can get promoted. You must be thankful for the car you have before you're going to get a new one. God, I'm so thankful for my car. <laughs> Hallelujah. But Pastor Deb, I don't have a car. Well, thank God. Do you have a bicycle? Do you have two feet? Do you have friends that might pick you up and take you where you need to go? But Pastor Deb, I don't have a bike. Well, you can walk. Look for something, find something, anything to be thankful for right where you are. It is so easy to be negative. Do you know it takes nine positives to undo one negative? Whatever your situation right now, here is the will of God for you. I know you know what I'm about to say. You want to know the will of God for you? 1 Thessalonians 5.18 says, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. The Bible teaches us that there is something to be thankful for in every situation, even in tough times. Okay, now I'm getting real convicted about earlier. I'm going to determine to say thanks next time, no matter what it takes. You see, you never will be thankful until we see that God is good. We can thank him for that. God, you're good. And no matter how the circumstances may change, guess what? God never changes. God is good all the time. So once we develop thankfulness for what God has done in the past and for what God is doing right now, then here's what I want to focus on. We must be thankful for what God is going to do in our future. So thanking forward is thanking God for things that have not happened yet. Giving thanks for the future, it's prophetic thanksgiving. And it may seem hard to thank God for something that hasn't happened yet. Especially if you've been praying for it for a very, 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 very long time. But what if it hasn't happened yet because we aren't thankful? What if that's what's really going on? Could it be that if in faith we give thanks, then something would happen? The word then, it can have several meanings. It can mean a certain time, like it happened then, or back then, or it needs to be done by then. It can also mean to be next in the order of time. I walked into the door, and then I turned. It can also mean a consequence of something that you do. If you do that, then this will happen. I'm proposing to you that when you think forward in advance, then, then, then God releases the provision, the power, or the protection. He releases his glory. He releases who he is. He will give you a revelation in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thanking in advance. It might seem crazy. It might seem 
odd to you, but it's biblical. Being thankful for the future requires taking your faith to a whole new level where you walk by faith and not by sight. But we always go by what we see, what we feel. But God wants us to be people of faith. And you might think you you will be thankful. Oh God, I'm going to be so thankful when you bless me. I've done that before. God, when you do this, I'm going to be so thankful. I'm, I'm going to show you, God, how I'm going to praise you all day long when you do this. Oh, God's got you got it backwards. Start thanking me now. Start praising me now. You, you might think you'll be thankful when God blesses you, but what if you're not? <laughs> you know, that's the other thing. God might be waiting on you to be thankful before he multiplies what you have. George Mueller operated several orphanages in England in the 1800s. He's like a hero in the faith. And from the beginning, when he was operating those orphanages, he refused to ask people for money. He just asked God, provide God. He had faith, incredible faith, that God would provide. And you know, God did. Although, many times, it was at the last moment. And probably the best-known story about Mueller, how he expressed his faith by thanking forward, is it was one of the mornings when the children had all gotten up and they were all sitting around the table and there were plates on the table and bowls on the table and cups were on the table, but there was no food and there was no milk. So the children were sitting there waiting for breakfast while Mueller led them in prayer. He was thanking God for the food that they were about to receive. But there was no food. Suddenly, there's a knock on the door. And it it was the baker. And he said that God awoke him at 2 o'clock a.m. And he told him to make bread for the orphans. Suddenly, God provided. Just out of nowhere, he made something out of nothing. Then... There was another knock on the door. Now, these are miracles. And it was the milkman who said, hey, my wagon broke down outside in front of your orphanage. And I just wanted to know if maybe you might need some milk because I have to empty the wagon so I can repair it. And he just gave them milk. God provided after the morning prayer and after he gave Thanksgiving. And he responded to Mueller's faith and thanksgiving, and he will yours too. He will yours too. Obviously, we're not God, right? And we do not have his creative power, but we do need to speak words of faith. Joel 3.10 says, let the weak say I am strong. Let the weak say I am strong. I may be weak now, but I'm believing God for strength and I'm thanking for it right now. I may be sick now, but I'm thanking God for my healing. I might be struggling now, but thank God I will be free. I have the faith to thank him in advance for what he will do. Will you do the same? 
I'm certain that probably most every one of us in here this morning is going through something that you're, it's hard to give thanks to God for what's going on in your life. But if you will thank him and trust him and speak in faith, God will perform miracles. In Second Chronicles, when Israel was faced with this vast army, you know, it's hard. It, it's one thing when it's a small army, but when it's a big, vast army and they were coming against them, they sought God and, and he gave them a prophetic word. Don't you love it when God gives you those prophetic words and it just goes right into your spirit? He said he would fight for them. I believe God is saying that to you. Father, I just pray right now that you will fight for us. We thank you that you are fighting for us. We thank you that the battle is won. We thank you that we have the victory. You are good, God. You are so good. So God said he would fight for them. And let me tell you what. When we fight... We might lose. But when God fights, he wins. He wins. He's going to win the battle. Second Chronicles 20, 21 through 22 says, Jehoshaphat appointed men to sing to the Lord and to praise him for the splendor of holiness as they went out at the head of the army saying, give thanks to the Lord for his love endures forever. And they began to sing and to praise. And the Lord sent ambushes against the men of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir who were invading Judah and they were defeated. I believe that is a prophetic verse this morning for us. So we read that story and we go, wow, that's so cool. He sent that choir out first and they went and they came and God came through and they gave thanks. But how would you have felt if you'd have been in that choir? You're going out against the enemy singing and dancing and playing tambourines. Not exactly the conventional way, is it? It might seem a little foolish to send an army out. Sometimes God asks us to do something foolish in order to break through. Because in God's kingdom, a song can defeat a sword. Thanks can defeat tanks. Worship is warfare. We are all, we are all, listen to me, church, we're all in a spiritual battle, one way or another, and we can defeat the enemy by thanking God in the battle before the victory. I'm telling you, this, I feel that anointing going forth. This is truth, church. Thank, thanking forward is a key to winning a victory or could praise precede your deliverance as it was with Paul and Silas. There's so many biblical examples. They were beaten and they were thrown into prison. At midnight, they sang hallelujahs to the Lord. They lifted their voices in praise and thanksgiving to God. Then God sent an earthquake to set them free. That's Bible, folks. That's Bible. Thanksgiving preceded their deliverance. What if you need to give thanks before God sets you free? 
Jonah, he disobeyed God. He was swallowed up by a huge fish. He repented right there in that belly of that fish and thanked God. And he said, while he was in the fish, this is what Jonah said in Jonah 2.9. I will sacrifice. Ah, yeah, it's a sacrifice, isn't it? It's a sacrifice. I will sacrifice to you with a voice of thanksgiving. Right in the midst of his worst moment, immediately after that Thanksgiving, the Lord commanded the fish to spit Jonah out on dry ground. Thanksgiving proceeded. It came before Jonah's deliverance. What if God is waiting for you to be thankful before your whale of a problem spits you out? God spit us out of our whale. Lazarus, he'd been dead and buried for days. It doesn't get any done, more done than that, does it? When Jesus raised him from the dead, John eleven forty one says this, they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was lying. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. Ah, oh, I love you, Lord. I love your word. Now, when he had said these things, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. When did Jesus thank the father? Jesus thanks him before he raised Lazarus from the dead. Maybe there are situations in your life that you think it's too far gone to resurrect. Maybe you feel your marriage is dead and gone. Or a relationship with a family member has been dead so long that it stinks. Or there's an area in your life that you're so bound up. What if, just what if, God is waiting for you to be thankful before he brings resurrection power into your life. Thanking God releases the power of God. It just does. Are there things you are believing God to do in your future? I know there are. There is for all of us. Do you need provision? Do you need his power and his presence? There are many aspects to the presence of God, but this is a major truth. Thanksgiving precedes entering the presence of God. When you begin to give thanks, God begins to pour out his presence. He gives you that wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Psalms 103 103 says, enter his courts with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Thanksgiving gets you into the door and then praise gets us into his presence. If you need the presence of God in your current situation, begin to thank forward. Thank him in advance. True worship starts with thanksgiving. So I ask you this morning, do you? Do you trust God enough to thank him in advance? I encourage you, look past with look at your past with thankfulness. Look at your future with eyes of faith by thanking forward. I want us to have church crazy, radical, serious. I mean serious, crazy, radical faith by by 
thanking God for things that haven't happened yet. Because if we're thankful, God is going to move and do miracles. Could it be that if we thank in faith, something will happen? Could it be that God is waiting, then something will happen? That he's going to multiply what we have asked him for when we give thanks going, if, going forward. Thank forward. Thanking forward requires you to walk by faith and not by sight. Thanking forward releases faith into your present and your future. Are you able to look at your future with eyes of faith, even though maybe everything contradicts it, everything all around you contradicts it? God gets us in those situations because it doesn't take faith if we can see it, does it? So are you willing to look forward and thank God in advance? Does anyone... Does anyone here today have the faith to stand up right now and thank God for your future as a church right now? Thank you, God. Thank you for our future. Thank you for what you're going to do. Thank you, God. Release your miracles, oh God. Release your miracles in this house, God. Father, I believe right now that as we as a corporate church lifted our hands and our voices and gave you thanks, God, I believe right now that you are moving. God, you are moving in all of our lives. You are moving in Grace Fellowship Church. You are moving and proclaiming miracles over us. We are so thankful for you, God. Reveal your presence to us. Increase our faith, oh God. Increase our faith that we might worship you. And give thanks for the things you are about to do. God, you are so good. You're the mountain mover. You're the miracle worker. We thank you. We praise you. Lift your hands, church. When we lift our hands, it is signifying that we are reaching forward to receive what God has for us. So Father, you see these hands that are lifted right now all across the sanctuary. I just feel the pleasure of God over us right now. So we are thanking you forward, God, for what you are going to do. And we declare from our heart that we want to glorify you in all that you do for us, God. We want to bring glory to your name. And we just bless you this morning. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Prayer team, I'd love for you to come down. This morning, if you've never given your life to Jesus, I was a 16-year-old teenager when God drew me. And I gave my heart to him that day. If you don't know Jesus Christ, today is the day of salvation. God can open your eyes to know who he is. Maybe you're in a tough situation, a tough place. I just feel maybe there's someone out on social media. You're going through something that seems hopeless. You're struggling. You don't know where to turn. You've you've tried everything. But God says today is the day of salvation for you. You may not know him, but today you can cry out to know him. 
You can ask for his presence in your life. Invite him into your heart. If you're here today and you don't know him, you can ask him into your heart. This prayer team would love to pray with you. Listen, there's power in agreement too. As we're thanking forward, we can have others agree with us, others that can be thankful with us. And I believe that God moves in our lives when we give thanks. Amen. All right, we're going to sing one more song. I challenge you this week, go out and give thanks. Give thanks every day. Give thanks every day. How about multiple times every day? Multiple, multiple, multiple times every day. We're going to do it, aren't we? Amen. Bless you.